Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit the Weeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Let's see if oh. All right, do we have to go through the whole intro again? Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Is that what's happening? Silver sister out there. Do we have to start it all over again? Oh there we go. Oh, but you can, maybe you can hear it. Oh man, I don't even know if you guys can hear the intro right now. This is crazy. This show of mine, see, I did jinx it, and it did fail, because <clears throat> that's what happens um, <laughs> when you have a horrible program. We're going to try this again, folks. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. I had to go in the whole other room just so I can't have feedback. I can still hear myself out there. I've got no laughing, no nothing. I think Reggae Ryan was like, what's going on? So we're just starting the show over again. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. I'm going to go see what the heck is happening out there in my own show. Welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday, everybody. Did it happen again? Reggae Ryan, are we on air now? So ridiculous. So ridiculous. All right. Well, that was my fault because <laughs> I totally jinxed it. All right. Reggae Ryan, stick with me this time. I think we're on air somehow, some way. Oh, I didn't even push one. That's okay. I'm not even going to jinx it. not even going to push it. Holy cow. Well, welcome to the show. I don't even know if the whole intro went off again. Uh, 
I'll just give you a quick rundown. For the best each, July 21st, 156, 157 days until Christmas. Get your bongs, clean, silver sister, and we're back. Weekday Wednesday, we were shouting out to Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. We're open six days a week, kids. Um, medical marijuana card, medical marijuana card is a super great thing to have, especially right here in Arizona. Um, first of all, I just found out, well, we've not just found out, but since it went wrecked, um, a lot of employers and landlords are requiring that their, um, employees and, uh, renters actually have their cards that they're going to use, um, you can't use at work, of course, um, but you can probably eat an edible and go to work and be fine for the day or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, having uh, protection for your landlord, uh, not to say you're not going to get in trouble, but it's up to whatever you guys agree on. But it's always better protection. And who wants to pay 25% sales tax? Nope. Not me. Not I. However it goes. Um, yeah, new way. <laughs> oh, did you all miss that? I got a new bell <laughs> this weekend and it says ring for weed so whew, ringing that all morning ring it all right okay well so okay july 21st we are halfway through the year yeah and that's kind of um magical because guess what's coming up halloween I love Halloween. I love dressing up. Yes, last year, instead of being Smokey the Bear, I was Toki the Bear. That's a really great thing. I'll have to go grab those from the closet. <laughs> Maybe when we do a commercial, I'll, I'll grab some. They were pretty pretty funny, if I do say so myself. Um, but, you know, it, it, that's just that's what's coming up for me. Halloween is fun. Thanksgiving's cool, too. Anywho, Christmas, 157 days, bestie. Get ready. So what's going on in the news today? Let's see. Well, you know what? Let's give a couple shout-outs, actually, because um, we were going to read, we're going to check out Canna Health online digital magazine, and you can do it. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yep, and all you have to do to get there is go to our website, click on the radio section, scroll down, or go to cannahealthmagazine.com. Uh, knowledge, safe access, and advocacy, and they've got their current magazines are up. Ooh, look at that chocolate oh, munchie. Yeah, munchie madness. It's a brownie. It just looks divine. All right, so I did. I ha- I had to grab my Toki the Bear. <laughs> uh, I made a little uh, arrowhead and I cut it out. And these are my signs. I had a giant bear head. Um, it was awesome. It was so funny. Okay, it says. Only you can prevent disease with weed. I know, right? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. And then hemp, not trees. Duh. I mean, that's just obvious. 
Don't forget to clean your bong. Silver sister. <laughs> All right. More good tips from Toki the Bear. <laughs> we'll leave you with this one for right now. Don't be a dope. Put out your smoke. Yeah, that was a good one. Don't be a dope. Put out your smoke. All right. Well, all right. So, you know what we're doing today? We are reading the news from around the world. We read news from around the world. Also, let's see. Who else? Uh, Growershouse.com. little shout out. 3635 East 34th Street. Get on down there. Or just go to Growershouse.com and you can check them out. I know they got all sorts of specials on right now. So, check it out. Get online. Get some deals. Tell them you heard it here. Maybe they'll hook you up with a little something fun. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, also, our other sponsors, 10 Buds and CBD Devious. You can check out 10 Buds for information and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, they have a grow Bible. Learn how to grow top-shelf cannabis buds from A to Z with our beginners-friendly grow guide. Wow. Yeah. Totally golf clap for that. Mm-hmm. All right, that looks nice. They show, oh, it's nice. Uh, it's seeds and then uh, a picture of the bug room and then the plants in a jar right on. Uh, very, very nice. Cannabis 101, why you should grow your own cannabis. And why should you? Because, um, well, they say growing marijuana is cheap. Yeah, if you could do it outdoors, it's probably, I mean, in a, in a, <laughs> in a nice environment, it's 110 degrees is kind of harsh. <laughs> For weed, but um, yeah, it's relatively easy, and you can you can control the quality when you grow your own weed. That's just some top great reasons. Uh, it's fun, sure is. Ditch the dispensary dealer. Yep, uh, <laughs> and you can make money from growing weed. You absolutely can. You can hook up with dispensaries or make products or um, heck, whatever. Um, we don't. Uh, we're not saying go out and sell weed to anybody. <laughs> That's a dispensary job, but you can sell your weed in the dispensary. I think that could, I don't know, who knows? Not me. So, um, I was on a, a movie set, I'll call it, uh, a couple days ago, and um, <laughs> I didn't realize this. I don't, about coffee and about how it affects you, because I know weed affects you really fast, and alcohol affects you really fast, but I'm not like, I, I can drink uh, decaf. Yeah, yeah whatever, uh, because uh, uh, I have all the energy in the world when I wake up. I don't need that. <laughs> we were on set super early at 5 in the morning, so that means we were all, all coming from Phoenix, and it was in a very far away location. So um, thankfully, we stayed somewhere and got there early, and it didn't take long. However, the coffee on set... Um, they had a whole pot of decaf and someone was like is that decaf and I was like well, how can you tell and they're like oh I knew before I even like you know I said you can tell from the taste and like oh no first sip I knew I'm like what and they were like oh yeah first sip I knew it had nothing in it I'm like wow I didn't I had no idea that because I'm sitting here drinking my decaf um, no idea that caffeine affected you that quickly like bam they're like yep and it was like oh 
decaf, and everyone was laughing, and I'm like, what, what in the world? Which is why I can drink coffee at night, and do anything to me, I can crash out. The dreams that keep me awake. All right, let's see. I, what, hey, any of you out there think you have some sort of weed that can knock my dreams to the, to the wind? I, I challenge you. All right, let's see. New York Senator introduces cannabis cultivation bill. Remember, this is just in the world. There you all see that movie? So good. Nobody's gonna. I did. He did a pretty good job. But his uh, his um, co-actor actress, little girl in this, was amazing. Okay, adult use cultivator provisional licenses would allow farmers to start. Planting in New York. They show a happy little plant growing. Senator Jeremy Cooney of New York introduced the bill on July 20 uh, that would build upon the state's recreational cannabis law with a focus on getting cultivation up and running. Uh, Senate Bill 7295 would create an adult use provisional cultivation license that would allow cultivators to begin planting very soon while the state's recreational cannabis program materializes. Quote, this bill enables New York cannabis farmers to put seeds in the ground so that the economic benefits of legalizing marijuana are not delayed for another growing season, uh, Cooney said in a press release. He continued, quote, we passed adult use recreational marijuana with the promise of investing in communities most negative, uh, uh, negatively impacted by the failed war on drugs. This bill allows us to start fulfilling that promise by creating a supply chain of products for retailers in this new economy. SB S7295 calls upon the state's Office of Cannabis Management to create a provisional license. Unless cultivators' licenses have already been created by January 1, 2022, a provisional license would offer a cultivator the same benefits <clears throat> as the cultivator's license for the time being. If neither a provisional license or a cultivator license is made available to growers by January 2022, SBS 7295 gives the Department of Agriculture and Markets the power to establish a license until the Office of Cannabis Management and complete its licensing requirements. <clears throat> the bill justifies the desire to get local cultivators growing as soon as possible in order state to get things rolling. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> get it rolling, 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 rolling. So the adult use cannabis industry is projected to be a multi-billion dollar industry in the state of New York in order to prepare for future cannabis sales. Cultivators and farmers across the state will need to take advanced steps to obtain and begin uh, growing the necessary crops. Seeds need to be planted by June 2022, and sources of these seeds need to be uh, need to uh, located even earlier than that. Because of this, growers may need authorization before the adult use cultivator's license may be in place. Bill text reads. Oh, and you can read that there. New York legalized recreational cannabis on March 31st with a final signature from Governor Andrew Cuomo. Quote, this is a historic day in New York, one that rights the wrongs of the past by putting an end to harsh prison sentences, embraces an industry that will grow the Empire State's economy, and prioritizes marginalized communities so that have suffered the most will be the first to reap the benefits, Cuomo said in a press release. Signing the bill into law, 
uh, legalize cannabis consumption for 21 and over and remove penalties for possession of less than three ounces on one person and a larger amount for storage at home. Oh, that's good. All right. Yeah, because I'm thinking they're going to get to grow. Record expungement efforts begin immediately at the state has up to two years to ensure that all convictions are removed. Residents can grow six plants at home and 12 per household, but not until six plants have passed since the bill was signed, which lands in August. All right, get ready to grow. Like most burgeoning recreational cannabis programs in their fancy, cannabis sales was not ready to launch right out of the gate. Estimates predict that it could be up and running anywhere between 18 months and two years from the date of Cuomo's bill signing, which could mean a launch date as late as March 2023. Start it now, goof. Um, In the meantime, the creation of the Office of Cannabis Management will ensure that all the most important topics of discussion, such as cultivation, processing, dispensaries, and licenses, will be dealt with. With the official signing of New York's recreational cannabis program, the state has already begun to embrace the plant in numerous ways. Local colleges are planning for cannabis-related programs, such as a graduate certificate in cannabis control, at ex uh, uh College and multiple cannabis and hemp courses at state universities of New York. Business owners such as Bob Marley's son, Rowan Marley, are uh, eyeing the state as the next big worthwhile investment. With the hope of seeing SCS 7295 pass, it would allow growers to do what they do best, effectively helping the state to quickly become one of the biggest markets on the East Coast. You grow, girls. I know. I I can't hear it right there. Wow. All right. There you go. You guys are going to get to start growing. And you know what? Grow autoflowers. I wonder if there's a little uh, blurb on autoflowers in here because you all should start growing autoflowers. They're really, really, really super awesome. Um, oh, let's see. Dear Danko, expert grow advice on early flowers. Let's see. How autoflower cannabis is changing the world of growing. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that. Oh, here's a good one. Should I be feeding my autoflower pot plants? You know why I'm laughing? It's because uh, I've been growing autos for 13, 14 years now, and <clears throat> that's all I've grown. I've grown a couple regulars, <laughs> the regulars. Um, but I I love the autos. They grow fast and they grow well and they produce a lot and they have awesome effects and they're just fantastic. Um, and so I'm laughing because the guys back in the day were like, oh, those aren't real plants. And I'm like, aha, uh-huh, wait, you see, I grow really good weeds. But should I be feeding my autoflower plants? There's a whole little, oh, that's great, man. They got a whole little setup in their buckets. It's all automated. Psh, dear Dan, should I add nutrients to autoflowers? And when? I've heard conflicting opinions. Corey E., this is from High Times Magazine. Dear Corey, unless you've customized a hot soil mix that has the nutrients built right in, you will need to feed your auto plants. My suggestion is not to feed for the first four weeks or so. Exactly. Then start a vegetating feeding regimen higher in nitrogen. Continue feeding the vegetative nutrients until the plant has stopped growing upwards. 
With most autos, this would be about a two-week period into week six or so. After that, switch to a flowering nutrient regimen, higher in phosphorus for the next few weeks until you plan to start flushing the plants. Remember, the autoflowering plants are smaller with diminished root systems and ability to uptake newts. So avoid overfeeding at all costs. Start with a quarter strength of the recommended formula, uh, formulas and work up to half strength if you see uh, signs of yellowing. There you go. Nice one. And you know what? This is great. I've been wanting to know, so I'm going to try um, Kyle Cushman's um, Vega Matrix. I'm going to go quarter strength, and I love that product. My plants love that product. So and keep, keep going. Oh, it's such a good product. You should check it out. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world. Um, <clears throat> come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Get certified. Um, and if you want to know what condi- uh, conditions qualify you certified, well, get on over to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out uh, the certifications page. You can book your appointment right there. Um, <clears throat> PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which includes everything, migraines, uh, fibromyalgia, back pain, or any arthritis pain, all the pain. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, all the seizures, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitations of all the Alzheimer's, <clears throat> and, you know, through the dementia, all the, all the kinds. Crohn's disease, agitation, or, uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, uh, like Parkinson's and tremors, uh, and that includes multiple sclerosis. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or if you're just suffering from the treatment from a disease that you didn't even see up there, you can get your medical cannabis card. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. <clears throat> That's right. Give us a call. 520-838-4430. You can even email thctucson at gmail.com. Um, and there's a, a form you can fill out at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. You can fax your records to 520-306-5147. <clears throat> and we do telemedicine. So if you are anywhere in the state of Arizona, if you're not in the state, if you our snowbird, and you want to renew before you get here, that is awesome. But if you want to come say hello, that's even awesomer. We would love to see you. We miss our snowbirds. You know who you are. Um, but, yeah, we do telemedicine. So you can fill out the form, send it on in, and um, we will get you seen um, on the computer or whatever. We hope we really, really, really encourage using an actual computer um, using your cell phone and just kind of propping it up somehow is very difficult for the doctors to see and assess you. So um, give the doctors a hand and use your computers. All right, let's see what else is going on. Let's see if we can find out 
what news is happening in our town. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to read this, and then we'll take a break. Arizona's on track to out outpace Colorado and marijuana sales. Let's see about that. That's quite bragging. All right. Uh, no, I'm not clicking the details. I already got this. Okay. Arizona's on track to outpace Colorado in marijuana sales. Arizona's total annual marijuana sales are expected to surpass $1 billion by the end of the year. Uh, Marijuana revenue from total sales have nearly doubled since January, around the time that the sale of recreational marijuana to adults 21 and older officially started, AZ Central reported. Based on monthly sales of $117 million to $123 million over the past three months, the state could surpass $1 billion in total medical and recreational cannabis sales by the end of 2021. Comparatively, Colorado saw $684 million in total cannabis sales in 2014, the first year the state legalized the sale of both medical and recreational marijuana. Arizona has already collected about $75 million in taxes in 2021 from combined medical and recreational cannabis sales, uh, January to May. Ooh. All right. Go, Arizona. And you know what else? I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco 
pharmaceutical prisons I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peace game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not nah, hella won't. Not nah, hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop.
classification means that cannabis has no medical value and a high potential for abuse in the country's eyes. Quote, as a Schedule One substance, cannabis is not accepted for medical use on the federal level, which has caused significant research restrictions and continues to thwart the treatment of a wide range of patients, including those suffering from cancer as well as veterans with PTSD and people living with multiple sclerosis and seizure disorders, the letter explains regarding the status of cannabis. However, while this isn't just a desire from these Republican congressmen, but from the rest of the U.S. as well, it isn't as easy as getting Biden to sign something into effect. The Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services or another outside party first has to file a petition, and then the Attorney General has to review the petition. The Attorney General can also choose to waive the right and let the DEA review the uh, petition instead. The Attorney General can also request a scientific review directly from the Department of Health and Human Services. If this happens, the FDA would assess cannabis before submitting a review to the Justice Department. Then, the last step after all the work is a removal from, uh, uh, sorry, is a formal to reschedule. While that is a lot of work, even Republicans believe it is high time. The letter claims that, quote, initial research has shown cannabis to be significantly less addictive yet effective pain management alternative to opioids, quote. Quote, as our nation continues to grapple with the opioid epidemic and the record-breaking death toll it caused amid the COVID-19 pandemic, we cannot afford to sideline safer alternatives in the name of arcane regulations. It continues, each day cannabis remains overly scheduled Patients and researchers across the United States continue to lose access to life-saving therapies and data, quote. And Joyce and Young's cannabis activism doesn't end there. They also recently filed a bill to federally deschedule cannabis on their own. The bill called the Common Sense Cannabis Reform for Veterans, Small Businesses, and Medical Professionals Act goes a bit further than past proposed bills as language actually specifies protections for federal studies in the medical cannabis and mandates for that to happen within a certain period. It does, however, fail to include social justice provisions that would help heal the wounds of the war on drugs. While rescheduling is a big project, the Republican lawmakers speaking out in this case could, uh, <clears throat> could stand to put more focus on social reform. They are still sending a strong message by standing up to the president and demanding he reschedule cannabis. Biden is still anti-adult use cannabis, as he reiterated last week when the topic of legalization came up. There may still be some serious work to do before cannabis strides are made under this administration. But way to go, guys. Way to give it a go. I'm not sure when. (laughs) It's going to happen. It'll happen. It'll totally happen. But I think, you know, my little humble opinion after being in this business for almost 10 years at Tumbleweed Health Center, way to go, Tumbleweed. And we said when we started, oh, it'll be 10 to 20 years. So we're at the 10-year, and we've made great strides. It's going to be another, I don't know, maybe another 10 years before before this really happens. Who knows? You would think that, I don't know, Biden's kind of an old-timey guy, so maybe not. (laughs) Kind of an old part. Yep, I said that on air. 
All right, folks, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center and get certified. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, any kind of seizure, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's, any kind of Alzheimer's, dementia, cachexia or wasting syndrome, uh, severe and persistent muscle spasms like Parkinson's and tremors and multiple sclerosis, eligible for a medical cannabis card. If you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and more. So that's right. Come to Tumbleweeds Health Center. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yep. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. All right. You know what? I think we're going to listen to Doug Fine now. We love Doug. We love Doug. We love Doug. All right. Hold on while we set this up. We're almost all the way through. Um, and I think I think what I'd like to do is actually read it like, or read, I'm not going to read it. Doug's reading it because he's awesome. Um, and it is, uh, hold on, it's loading. Um, what? Zero minutes left. No way. There's no way we finished that last time. No, see, I wasn't paying attention. And that's how it goes. Um, well, you know what? This is what I wanted to do. Start by chapter. So let's see what's going on here. Play I, okay. Hold on. Uh-oh. Maybe it was. Oh, bad. <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed the Thunderbridge. All right. Well, that, no. <laughs> We're going to start all over going to the very beginning. I don't even know how to do that on here. Um, let's see, because we want to we want to play the whole thing again. Anyway, well, while I figure that, that out, let's look and see what other kind of um, Arizona news we can, I can multitask and read and, and check out. Um, Nevada legalizes marijuana for oh, <laughs> Nevada legalizes marijuana use for boxing and UFC. Wow, this is interesting. All right, let's see here. The Nevada State Athletic Commission (NSAC), which regulates combat sports in the state, has voted to end its ban on athletes using cannabis, thus opening the door for mixed martial artists and boxers to freely and openly use the drug. I hate that they call it a drug. It's a plant. Can't they say that? Openly use the plant. We should look up, you know, what, what constitutes a drug. The NSAC is a regulatory authority that sets the rules for marquee ultimate fighting championship UFC and boxing bouts taking place in Las Vegas, forms reported. For years, the NSAC had a strict cannabis ban for fighters in and out of competition. This ban put many fighters' careers in jeopardy because they used cannabis for relief from training and fighting. No kidding. Going forward, professional fighters in Nevada will only be penalized for cannabis if they are impaired on fight night uh, based on visual checks. Wow, that's interesting. If, if they're impaired. Wow. There we go. Uh, well, Way to go, guys. 
and I can't even, I don't even have my, my claps up anymore, so we'll get those back up, but that's pretty great, guys and gals. I mean, you know what I mean by guys. Come on. Come on. Oh. Well, that's good news. All right. What else is going on in the world? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> marijuana legalization has increased Arizona home values. Let's find out. Let's find out because uh, Cannabis Kid will be in, very interested in this. Let's see here. A new study has found that home values increased following the legalization of recreational marijuana. Well, yeah. Quote, something interesting that we noted was that the type of legalization actually had a huge impact, quote. Uh, Michelle Delgado, uh, Delgado of Clever Real Estate told KOB4 News, quote, so states that legalized recreational marijuana saw much bigger jumps in home values than states that only legalized medical marijuana or said didn't legalize it at all, quote. Colorado home values went up to 89377 from 2017 to uh, 2021. Arizona's increased $80,558. In Texas, where recreational marijuana is not legal, home values increased $40,457 during the same time span. Quote, we found that if marijuana had been legal during the, uh, those years, uh, home values would have likely risen almost $53,000, Delgado stated. Uh, researchers found uh, more cannabis tax revenues funded more state programs uh, such as education and healthcare, it also brought in more tourists and more business opportunities. Quote, this may be good for people who already own a home, but as home values increase, it, uh, it'll be something to watch to see if this continues to make housing unaffordable for others, Delgado said. Yeah, that's true. Um, that could happen, but um, I don't know. Everything's changing. These home prices are just damn near doubled or crazy. You know, I'm, I got real super lucky. Uh, I bought my home a long time prior to that, so uh, and I got really good interest rates, and um, now everything's just like <clears throat> literally damn near doubled. So crazy. All right. Um, what else is going on? Travis rapper Travis Scott is getting into the cannabis industry uh, via a partnership with Connected Cannabis to launch Cactus Farms. All right, here we go. The rappers, the musicians are getting in it. Well, they're already getting in. Rapper Travis Scott is getting into the cannabis industry via a partnership with Connected Cannabis to launch Cactus Farms. <clears throat> the Cactus Farm inaugural strain is now available at California dispensaries that stock Connected Cannabis products, as well as at harvest dispensaries in Arizona. Connected Cannabis stated that the indica-leaning strain features, quote, features a dense purple bud, that releases a pungent, funky, sweet gas aroma rounded out by a unique berry twist, quote, complex reported. Uh, Connected Cannabis has become one of the leading cannabis brands in California <clears throat> due to its commitment to quality and affordable prices. Quote, we are steadfast in our development of new best-in-class genetics and our production of top-quality flour that results uh, has resulted in impressive growth and unwavering customer loyalty, Connected CEO Sam Gods said. Quote, the way, commitment, and quality that we've pride, uh, prided ourselves on from day one will stay with us as we enter additional states. We look forward to bringing our true product and brand to consumers in new markets. 
that uh, that is our highest priority every time uh, we look at expansion. Oh, that's a nice little bag. It's all pretty with flowers and hand-drawn and cactus farms. It's kind of cool. Um, indoor flower. Ooh, where is it? <laughs> and it is pretty. You can see purple in there. Very nice. Very nice, guys and gals. Woohoo! Yeah, I just saw an ad for PAX 3. You can come on down to Tumbleweed Tail Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. Come say hello. Come buy some CBD and hemp products. Uh, we've got um, some. We've got some really nice lotions and balms. Uh oh, the earbuds dying, but that's okay. You'll still be able to hear me if it dies out. This this whole phone system thing is just really not <laughs> not fun. We'll see if this one connects. I don't even know if this is going to connect or disconnect. Or who knows? I shouldn't even touch these things because the whole show could end right now. <clears throat> But come on down to Tumbleweed and check us out. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweed's Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweed's Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweed's Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right, folks. You can come on down. We have all sorts of um, information, uh, education. We've got a wonderful staff that will help you with your medical card because those things are not easy to navigate if you're not used to um, computers and such. We have uh, a lot of older patients that come in and they're like, uh, I don't even have a smartphone, but my phone's stupid. You know, I don't... (laughs) Well, mine too. Um, <clears throat> and it's hard. The, the system is not like the easiest to navigate. But if you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, on the homepage, scroll on down there. Um, I should put it on the Cannabis 101 page too. Maybe I will. Um, maybe I'll just stick it on every page. Um, but you can get to the state of Arizona's website and you can create your patient portal is what they're calling it, a patient portal which just has your information, you know, where you live, all that good stuff, your certificate. Well, you know, we upload all your documents for you, your picture, your ID, uh, the certificate that the doctor fills out here. Um, And if you have a form filled out from another doctor, no problem. Bring it in, fax it in, email it in, it's secure, and we can um, process it for you for a small fee. Um, So, yeah. Come on down and get certified. And uh, what else we got? What kind of, oh, well, you know what? We, I love my hemp wallet. I just, I love my hemp wallet. Golf clap for that. It's soft. It's nice. You can wash it if it gets dirty. And I have my hemp backpack that I also carry around with me all the time. And we have quite a little selection down there. We've got some hemp, so- hemp socks that are awesome. Everybody loves weed socks. Hemp socks. They're not made of hemp, but they got weed. we got Cannabis leaves, whatever you want to call it. Someone yelled at me last week because I called it weed. Um, it, it, isn't it a weed? Oh, come on, guys. Lighten up out there. Uh, let's see. Surgeon General states support for cannabis decriminalization. There you go. Yeah, there's a picture of Biden going, you know, doing his little hey right next to him. Um, 
Surgeon General Dr. Murphy is once again speaking out in favor of decriminalized cannabis. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murphy, U.S., spoke with CNN on July 18th in an interview about the pandemic, health misinformation, and a brief question about cannabis. In the interview, Murphy was asked the question, quote, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer introduced legislation this week to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. From a health perspective, do you support this? Quote, although he didn't outright speak in favor of recreational cannabis, he did confirm that scientific evidence is uh, how progress will be made, and it will only help those who have been affected by the war on drugs. Quote, when it comes to marijuana, I think we have to let science guide us, and we know that science tells us that there are some benefits to marijuana from a medical perspective. But there are also some harms that we have to consider, and we have to put those together as we think about the right policy, quote, he said in response to the question. Uh, Quote, when it comes to criminalization, I don't think that there is a value to individuals or society to lock people up for marijuana use. I don't think that serves anybody well, quote. He also voiced his hope that in his role as Surgeon General, he'll be able to direct evidence from future scientific findings and research in a positive way. Quote, but I do think that in terms of our approach to marijuana, I worry when we don't let science guide our process and policymaking. And as Surgeon General, that's my role, is to work with policymakers who work with members in the community and the general public to help people understand the science, uh, what science tells us and where, There are gaps to fill those gaps with research and with honest inquiry, quote. Murphy has a history in his role as U.S. Surgeon General, having first served under the Obama administration for almost two and a half years. He was asked to uh, resign under former President Donald Trump in 2017, but he returned to position in March 2021 under the Biden administration following his participation on President Joe Biden's COVID-19 advisory board between November 2020 and January 2021. Although he hasn't been a vocal supporter of cannabis over the years, Murphy has made a few noteworthy statements on legalization and potency. Back in 2015, he told CBS this morning that cannabis has potential, and this was in 2015. Quote, we have some preliminary data showing that for certain medical conditions and symptoms that marijuana can be helpful, he said in his interview. In 2018, he took a different stance, claiming concerned about how rapidly states have been legalizing marijuana, quote, because of its, quote, unknown, quote, effects. Uh, still, Mercy's strong statement uh, is a strong shift in the favor of cannabis in comparison to the statements of surgeon generals in the past. For example, a statement from the U.S. Surgeon General in 1982 took a very different stance on the subject almost 30 years ago. Quote, marijuana use is a major public health problem in the United States. In the past 20 years, its use has increased 30-fold. <laughs> it is estimated that more than a quarter of the American population use, oh, population has used it. The statement has also included claims that effects of marijuana include numerous, quote, chronic effects, quote, that the general public should watch out for, including, quote, slowness of learning, quote, and impaired immune response, quote. Ultimately, it will be up to President Joe Biden to sign off on federal decriminalization and recreational legalization. If bills such as Schumer's recently proposed legalization make it to Biden's desk, there's the big F. Biden spoke in favor of decriminalization and reform when he was campaigning in August 2020. 
In February 2021, President Biden received a letter from 37 legislators to urge President Biden to pardon nonviolent offenders who were convicted of cannabis crimes. Well, they did the research back in the day, in 71, whatever, and uh, our government found that it was really, really great for you. And so they said, yeah, let's ban it. Wait, what? He did millions of dollars of research and found out how awesome it was. And then you say, let's ban it. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That's just because, uh, you know, um, they want all the money to themselves. So events, I'm looking at events, events, events. Pride is coming and we will be there. <laughs> yep, we'll be at Pride this year. I think it's at Reed Park sometime in October. So be on the lookout. We're getting ready to put our event page um, event section back on tumbleweedtailcenter.com. Check it out. So let's see. Right now, cards are two ninety nine, and that includes if you don't have medical records, uh, the state fee, uh, the doctor's fees, uh, the processing fees. Two ninety nine, cheapest in town. Uh, so and oh, we also have a little section here. Oh. Records release form. Squirrel. <laughs> Records release form. <clears throat> There's a form. You can fill it out, and you can send it to your doctor right there, and they can send us records. In the news and cannabis 101 section, uh, find out why it's a good idea to keep your medical cannabis card. Um, just a couple quick reasons. Uh, better legal protection. Uh, no felonies, fines, or jail time. I should put hopefully in there because there's no ever guarantee on that one. Um, but with the recreational program, you get a misdemeanor for anything over one ounce. Uh, and you can get uh, felony fines and jail times for having too much medicine on your person. Medical program, you get two and a half ounces every two weeks. Yeah. And you get an ounce in the recreational program period, which means you have to keep going back and back and back, especially if you want concentrates. Um, especially, yeah, you get an unlimited amount of concentrates in the medical program, whatever you want. Recreational program, half a gram. More grow rights. Well, we get six in the rec program, but if you are a medical patient and you live 25 miles away from the dispensary, you get you get 12 plants each person. Um, let's see, testing. Supposed to test by a third party to ensure safety in the medical program. Rec pro- recreational program is going to test by their own in-house lab. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, Timmy, I do. Me too. All right, stamp it. <laughs> okay. Uh, no THC limit in the medical program, but you're limited to 100 milligrams total in any package, and they can't be in the shape of animals. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and you only get 10 milligrams for candy. So some of the heavy, you know, heavy-hitting ailments, that need 30 to 40, 50 milligrams, um, eh, it's not going to happen. All right. So there are a couple reasons why. Oh, and the biggest reason of all, other than the safety thing, I mean, really, come on. You're not paying 25% sales tax in the medical program, but that's what you do pay in the rec program, 25% sales tax. No wonder they're making more money. Jeez. Yeah, you guys got to look at that. You know, when I read these articles, I'm not writing them. 
Um, I am not writing them. But you can read a really great article right under this in the news section about what is full extract cannabis oil. Um, it's right there. It's all there. Anyone interested with a ventress interested in relationship between cannabis and cancer will no doubt know the name Rick Simpson, one of the most famous advocates of medical cannabis. Uh, Rick decided to take his treatment into his own hands after being diagnosed with skin cancer. And you can read the full story there. So, oops, no, we don't want the calculator. I hate when I do that. Ah, folks, Wacky Weed Day Wednesday. Once again, thank you for tuning into the show. Um, It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here. I hope you're hearing the music because I'm not. What happens when you have to call into your own radio show? Uh, yeah, you guys are late. What are you smoking in there? Too much OG Kush. Well, at any rate, have a great Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, as always, be smart, be safe, and educate. And uh, next week, I think we have a guest. Let's see who we got coming on air uh, with us next week. Can't hear the music. Oh, okay. Well, you just get to listen to me then. Um, next week, Sarah Polanski is coming on the show. That's crazy. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you guys can hear me. That's really lame. Have a wonderful Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. We love you here. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we will be sure to see you next week. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday.